0: Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine
1: running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Yeah, this year, but they have got a, you know a great team, great spot up there. Yeah, so. Bulldogs. Yeah,
0: okay. they, they broke through and won it like three years ago, right?
1: Yeah, they were the 18 champs and then lost to UVA in 19. So back to back. Appearance, the back-to-back Final Fours, Christ, championship and, weekends. And take
0: out and sit out two years.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and we'll see how that goes.
0: We'll see how that goes for recruiting. You know, Absolutely. I, I mean, I guess they'll stand the test of time because it's, it's Ivy. Mm-hmm. They they have a championship uh, three years ago, whatever it was. They made it back the next year. You know, I bet, I bet they got it. I don't know. I don't know because a lot, a lot of the Ivies jump ship. Not a lot, but how many players would you say? Like from Princeton or Yale or Harvard, <laughs> excuse me, uh, transferred.
1: Um, it, you know it's hard to say. Many of them did not leave in undergrad. Um, of those, you know, say you're a sophomore or junior, and you now you missed a year and a half. A lot of them didn't enroll this year. Yeah, um, yeah, took a, a gap lo-
0: year or something. Yeah,
1: and uh, you know I think that's a smart move. To I would do. say so too. Um, but a lot, a lot of the seniors, um, who graduated with me in 2020 last year. Um, and, and finished up their undergrad in their childhood bedrooms at home. Uh, a lot of them, you know, that's when they were hot on the transfer market, go hop down to Duke, hop down to UVA, Carolina, Yeah, um, you know, get your MBA, get your whatever one year you want. Yeah, um,
0: one-year program. Mm-hmm.
1: And then compete at the highest level like you did if you were a Penn or a Yale who's, who's been so strong recently. At it's, Princeton it's, was it's, great as well.
0: It's created like super teams. Um, like the transfer down to Duke, what's his name? Sour. Yeah, Sour. You know, there's just this flood of talent, and then Duke as a team on their what their roster. For, just Duke for, um, example's sake, uh, would mm-hmm. carry a roster of eighty, like you know what I'm saying something like a crazy number. Yeah, some big time, big, a big number in a roster because like there's this influx of talent. Mm-hmm. You know there are players. I mean, is that do you agree?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean Duke. Every single graduate of 2020 came back for their fifth year. Mm-hmm. So you have an entire other class. You had five grad transfers as well. So you have 16 gra- college graduates on a roster so that brought in a whole class of freshmen. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah, you're that's sitting... It.
0: That's it. Yeah, yeah, They were yeah.
1: probably high somewhere in the 60s. 80s yeah. is usually reserved to Syracuse with all their, their litany of recruiting and walks yeah. on and uh, endless red shirts they do. Yeah. But. Like you said, I think um, I I spoke about this with our assistant coach, uh, Mark Van Arsdale, Mm -hmm. just talking about for the next about half decade, we'll be seeing the ramifications of this free COVID year um, and all these super teams and the rich getting richer for a while.
0: Uh, um, Say for another, for about five years, you say?
1: Yeah. So now three or four years following this of, you know, of kids that all got that year back. Yeah. So you had, you know, Kids that are now doing their or completing their sophomore year, wrapped up their sophomore year, never really got a freshman year last year, got that year back, but got all of a fall to build into lacrosse, got two to three months of spring of 2019, 2020 year, and are now uh, just finished up their first year of eligibility with three more years to go, two years away from a degree. Um, and if you're not fiending to get after a job and into the real world, this is your perfect ploy to go get some money to be, go be a fifth year at a, a program that um, fits for you is closer to home. Or if you want to stay where you are, um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's a pretty good, you know, it's a bit of a gift for a lot of it's people. A bit, it's, a,
0: it's a bit of a gift. It's freedom mm-hmm. to, um, it's like everyone got a, uh, a red shirt year, but like more than that, a redshirt, yeah. like a, a super redshirt year mm-hmm. option because you didn't have to sit. Uh, and, and then you're in your, um, but your academics still play forward. So, you know, um, so you could get your degree in four and then you have a fifth. Mm-hmm. If you get hurt, you register and then you have a six. It's like you get you these kids that are like up there. Yeah. You know, you just said you're 24 now, um, which is like, yeah, that's uh, any other year I'd be like, you're still playing college ball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but good for you. I mean, good for you to take advantage. I mean, you, and you said you could. You have two more years of eligibility, John. Yeah. So if you want, you could be playing. You could be playing college ball at twenty six.
1: Yeah. So uh, <laughs> to tell you something funny, Rutgers' their starting attack unit was uh, a seventh year, a sixth year, and a fifth year, age 24, 25, 26. So you got three, you know, uh, you know, three fourths of a century of life experience on a starting attack unit in college, and all of a sudden you got 17 year olds and eighteen year olds coming in as freshmen. That's that's an interesting dynamic to
0: into. <clears throat> um, I guess it's advantage the twenty six year olds.
1: I'd say so because
0: there's that there's that point where like you know, you start your body starts to like lose it, you know, mm-hmm. lose the edge a little bit, lose the the bounce back, use lose the top the top speed. You know, what's your top speed? I mean, what's what's the age you heard from males when they peak athletically? I
1: think it's 25, 26 is, is where right? you, you hit the top of the pyramid.
0: Well, I mean, then they're, they're right on the top of it then. Exactly. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> it's a long it's a long intro, but we got John Rayleigh here on Pillars Community, so I'm pumped that you're here. Oh, happy to be Neighbor here. Neighbor in the hamlet. I drove you to school a handful of times in the Tasty Diner. Oh, yeah. I think I had you like first grade PE. Yeah. Way back in the day. I had you maybe fifth grade I was, and then eighth grade.
1: Yeah, eighth grade. Was it history we had because we read the Count of Monte Cristo history and English that back to back courses? That's right. That was yeah. with me and
0: Mister Charles. Yeah, it was a long book.
1: Mm-hmm. We needed two classes to wrap that up.
0: You needed two. I mean, that's that's like one sometimes one of those books that you start and be like the beginning's good and then it just kind of drags dragged on. It did. For From a what bit. I remember, I mean, the beginnings is gold mm-hmm. of like the, it's an incredible story of revenge of uh, yeah, it's a, the Count. Yeah, the Count. Yeah, well, I mean once he's uh, wrongfully in prison. So, yeah. Then once he escapes, it turns into like a like, a, like a, a mystery. Like he's just scheming and plotting his revenge.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it feels very similar to another modern day book, The Scarlet Pimpernel, mm-hmm. where like, but they did that a much more condensed. I think that was closer to probably your average book of you mm-hmm. know three hundred, four hundred versus Count of Monte Cristo was what close to eight, mm-hmm. nine hundred well, uh, pages. I mean, depending on the text, but
0: the author um, Alexander Dumas, Dumas. Is it from uh, Is it Dumb and Dumber? One of those movies is like. Alexandre Dumas, because <laughs> it's R-E, you know. Yeah. Um, and Dumas, I think it, when the book was put out, it was put out in serial form. Um, That's right, yeah. And uh, so it would, so he's encouraged to, like, you know, drag it on as much as possible. You know, brevity is the soul of whip, but not, like, when you're getting paid money for, yeah, like, paid by new installments <laughs> that come out every three days or every week in the newspaper, you know. Uh, maybe you could have shortened the installments, but... I don't know, um, but uh, anyway, it's we uh, welcome back. You played uh, play the cross at Georgetown Pratt. Mm-hmm. little Hoya as um, as my, as as was I, and then a Greyhound at Loyola, Loyola. Yeah, of Baltimore.
1: Yep, not Chicago, mm-hmm. as everyone always confuses. It's We're not. Out. We didn't make it to the Final Four. We're not the Ramblers, Sister Jean. We cannot claim
0: her. <laughs> you almost made it to the uh, cross Final Four
1: we were right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh we we're just talking about the season. Um of, like um you're happy with it. I mean, you're gonna you're not totally happy, but who, yeah. So you went down to Duke? Who did you lose to the last game? We lost to Duke that's in overtime. What I, that's yeah. what I thought. Oh my gosh, That's right. An OT, bro. Yeah. I'm trying to recall it. it, was, Bring, it was, uh, give me a little recap. Yeah, uh, if you want. You don't have to.
1: Yeah, so um if you want just the overtime you want the regulation here, but for the most part, how do you get to overtime? Yeah, they were, they were in the driver's seat, um, for most of the game. They kind of, you know, they were Duke, they were flexing their muscles. They were up yeah. about two or three for most of the second half. And every time you, we claw back and tie it, we make a, a like a, a dumb little slip up and they, you know, they use that a little bit of IQ and get us right back there. And we were fine. We were chasing. We finally caught up, get it to eight eight, I believe, and we score. I think we go three straight. We were down eight six. We go three straight to go up nine eight. Win that face off with about a minute and le- you know minute and change, minute and teen left, and they make you know we make a, a a costly error in the middle third. They pick it up, bang bang, quick goal to get us to, or no, we foul to prevent an easy goal, and they run a, a great man up play and put it in the net. It's nine nine, and we get out of there, go to overtime, and. We get an in possession, or we get a defensive stop. They get a defensive stop. They bring a deck down. Timeouts are gone. And, uh, you know, they just make a great topside dodge and gets a little off-speed stuff that just I remember that. sneaks past our keep, who's just had an unbelievable run.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that like, uh, who was it uh, that scored it? Was it was it? Joe Robertson. Yeah, yeah. Number three, maybe? Or number eight? Number eight, yeah. yeah. Um, Played, like, played me point behind in the attack.
1: Yeah, he was the right winger with the... With uh, Michael Sowers, the Princeton
0: transfer down at X. Yeah, he like some of these attackmen. Now they just like they turn the corner, they get topside, and maybe it might have started with the, um, the Thompsons or whatever, like the uh, the Native American, yeah, you know, like stick wizards, stick geniuses. <clears throat> they kind of get above gle, and they don't have much of an angle, but they just freaking shoot it. Yeah, you know, uh... what do they call? What it? it's like? A, it's almost like a fadeaway.
1: Yeah, sort of. There's, there's the the question mark, which the question mark famous for, the step over, but that's a little different. question mark
0: is the tradition. Yeah. You get topside and you roll back for – right? You get – you, yeah, you yeah, roll you back. Up, you yeah. switch hands. You
1: switch hands and you – Pull the Dirk Nowiski fade away.
0: Uh, yeah. But like this uh, this one, when they just kind of turn the corner and they just flick it, uh, it seems to me a, a lot of people are off guard. You know? Yeah. A, right. unex, yeah. Unexpected he, sort of. Yeah, he got one on me
1: in the second quarter – and he's notorious for an inside roll. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of trailing his hip as he goes up. And our defensive, you know, um, our principles is someone's coming from X, you push them up and away. Yeah, You don't try and roll them back like we would at Georgetown Prep yeah. for the coma slide. Yeah, You push them up and away, and the slide comes top down from the wing.
0: I understand. So it comes b- more adjacent.
1: Yes, yeah. When the ball's behind, we slide adjacent, our principles. but So we're trying to push up and away. But I'm not trying to get too hard onto his – Top shoulder, knowing that he would inside roll, and he just shot one around me where I thought I was playing good defense, and the goalie just didn't see it, and I You're went over
0: screen the goalie in a way.
1: Yeah, and I came over to my coordinator. He's like, "That's good defense." Yeah, and he just shot it off your hip around you. Like you can maybe push it more. It's but... a
0: good D, almost like better, oh, uh, 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 or more crafty, or whatever. Yeah, you know. Um Yeah, man. But uh, I mean, like you said, like you said in the beginning, it's like <clears throat> loyal is not necessarily a bumper sticker school mm-hmm. you know unlike the ivies or like the, the duke or um some of the other big ones maryland oh maryland is yeah. but uh <clears throat> but you went not you go toe-to-toe with the big the big leagues yeah i mean you know? every
1: you know, in a regular season without covid we play uh we play uva we play hopkins we play yeah. Rutgers, who had a strong year out of the big 10 yeah play towson which is a little um they've had a great run here but it's a great out of conference we play georgetown we play duke out of conference yeah so you're getting a good taste of a bunch of the different big leagues out there, the super leagues, and um, you know it's a great measuring stick, and hopefully it's a a ticket for an at large come end of end of April. That's what
0: happened. That's what happened for you. I mean, you had a chance against Lehigh. Uh, Kevin Cassis is an old teammate of mine. The That's head, right. Head coach of Lehigh, the Warhawks or whatever the, they are, the Mountain Hawks. Mountain Hawks. Um, he's a great, great dude, by the way, mm. um, and great player. <laughs> Um, and then you're getting ready to square off against and you get COVID false positives, of course, mm-hmm. the fun police yeah. strikes again, you know, hopefully uh, we don't have to talk about that anymore.
1: Yeah. We were, uh, we were so good. We didn't have a positive test since January and then we're riding things great through the season. Didn't have a game canceled. Didn't have, you know, anything major effect, majorly affected by COVID. And then the biggest game of the year gets the boot. Uh, when we're on the road in Allentown PA in a hotel room and, you know, I was terrified for the second year in a row, you know, at the end of 2020, our, our season ends in a conference room on a conversation with our AD. And there I am in 2020, 2021 now terrified that again, you know, my season back-to-back seasons are ending on an announcement and not out on the field. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. just terrified of that happening.
0: An announcement. It's a, a good way to put it.
1: Yeah. I mean, you fight, you know, I, I forget where I heard this, but you, you fight like hell. Um pardon my french That's fine. to uh to have the power to let your season end on the field in a tournament game um and to not have the selection committee have that power over you have someone you know a bad record or regular season end it for you you want you know a loss or a win hopefully, but you want you want your season you want your career to end on the field so
0: yeah yeah it's uh hundred percent i mean life throws at you some. Some BS, you know, you could call it. <laughs> um, enduring one sort of uh, curveball that was out of your control last year, should be enough. You know? Exactly. It's like, you know, you walk across the street and there's some freak something happens to you and, like, you hurt your leg and, like, you know, something out of your control and might, maybe you might have to lose a leg. But let's not have it happen again, please. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You should only be a on to one. But life's not how life goes, you know? The thing about it is, I te- I, I sent you a message. I heard that because I was feeling for you. Um, and you're like, I'm just looking for my next up. Or what, is what line did you say? Yeah, you
1: know, it's it's a world, you know, life's a game up and, up and down. So. Yeah, I'm looking for my next Yeah, yeah I, d- I just got dealt down, so yeah. I'm, due, I'm due for an up. You're due for an up. Yeah, I'm due for one.
0: I told you to keep your chin up. That's how you find ups. Yeah. That makes sense to me. <laughs> um, And you did, and you guys did. You guys... Uh, Tell me what happened after that.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, we we get that announcement. That's Saturday night. We're supposed to play in about, um, you know, we're going to play a game. Tip was in 14 hours, and we the game gets called off.
0: I was I was going to watch that game. I had a DVR and
1: it was Yeah, it was the only game on that, that Sunday, was the only, too. That's right. That's, that's right. It was a noon tip on CBS. we played on
0: Saturday or something? Yeah, we were the
1: last ones out there. It was going to be great. Before the – no. Yeah, selection shows that night at 8 p.m. We were the only men's team. I can't remember if there was a women's team playing because we had a joint selection show that night. I can't remember if there was another women's mm-hmm, team playing mm-hmm. on Sunday. But we were the only men's game. Yeah. And we were on CBS Sports. It was going to be – it was on Mother's Braintime, Day. bro. Yeah, it was on Mother's Day. Um, <laughs> it was all tuned up for something fantastic. It yeah. just gets ripped away from you um, out of your control. And we have to stay that night in the hotel. We wake up to have breakfast, and everyone's like, come on, we just got to get out of here. But we get another rapid test. Everyone on the team tests negative, including the kid who tested positive the night before, the day before. Um, and then he goes because he gets shipped home. He was from Philadelphia, so his parents came and picked him up. Um, and then again, test three more times that Sunday, and, and we're just throwing everything to the NCA. Like, look, if you want to pick us for an at-large, we're all, we're all nest- tested negative. Like, we're all clean. Um, everything's good. And, um, you know, we get back about noon that day, and I think I just stayed in my bed. For most of it, you know, trying to get uh, get the courage, to get back up, and then come on downstairs to some of my roommates at about seven thirty, um, and then I mean those the tip the show tipped at eight, and uh, man, I wish I had a heart rate monitor on for those those twenty minutes, um, and I was the only one that, that everyone else was coming back next year, and I was the only one in the room that this was it. So career over, career stays alive for another week based on whether our name pops up on a screen, and you know. We were due for an up. got a little Divine Providence, and the boys found out that next, on that following Sunday, we were heading out to mountains of Denver to play the Pios.
0: <laughs> tough freaking pull. Yeah. Tough I, draw. Oh, I mean, you take anyone. Yeah, you don't, you don't care. You, what take the, you take the U.S. team, oh, whatever. Oh, man, you know? yeah. We'll take it. Um, well. But uh tough pull to go out to Denver, you know, and play at elevation against a good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You not, know.
1: not exactly how you, you want to draw it up, but uh, – you know, any life is good life. and uh, It worked out. It really did, yeah.
0: Beat them. Uh, Tell me about that game.
1: That was a blast. Um, so we're we're kind of handily in control there in the first half. I think we're up five. I think we're up nine-four in yeah. half. We're, yeah. you know, we're right in the driver's seat. They had uh, two transition goals, a man-up goal, and uh, just a, a lazy – a lazy backdoor cut that just they got lucky on. So we're sitting there like, well, they're not getting by a six-on-six. Six. Like no. Things are looking great for us. We're executing our, def- our defense uh, defensive game plan perfectly. And our offense is clicking. Put up nine goals in a half. You take that every day. Yeah. And then uh, probably one of the greatest face-off guys to ever play the game, T.D. Ireland, a Yale transfer, steps up in the second half, and we don't really he doesn't lose a face-off in the second half. So we're just getting pummeled. They're seeing it. They're getting it in transition, all this stuff. They're crawling back, but our offense just keeps matching punch for punch with them, um, and we're sitting there.
0: When they, when they start losing faceoffs back after back, but they're, putting, they're playing winners. Yeah, and they they're really on
1: make the, it, take it on defense. you are on the defensive end. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, they get a fast break goal. You're like, all right, well, we got to line oh up again. You make a break. It's coming right back. You know. Um, but I think we were up 12-11 heading into the fourth quarter, and, you know, the whole team's like, well, we just blew a five-goal lead in this yeah. quarter. Like, what's going on? And our coach goes, it. it if you told me three nights ago we'd have a one goal lead going in the fourth quarter, who would not take that? I'd take that every day of the week. I was like, all right, yeah. We just, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah.
0: Everyone settle down, you know? Yeah. They were ta- I was talking this morning with Maddie T about, um, uh, like they have another word, levity. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, you, you need, in, in the toughest, in the highest, stressful times, you need a little bit of humor. You need a little bit of let, don't know, humor might not be the right word, just a little lightness. Just everyone, you know, you need humor. I think yeah. that's I think that's the right word. You need a, ch- a chuckle to, to bring everyone's blood pressure down, so you can operate. So cool heads can prevail.
1: Yeah, you know, I like. So
0: that's that's that was Toomey.
1: That was our uh, defensive coordinator Matt yeah. Dwan, who is ever the source of humor. On he's you, know, <laughs> he is, you he need is, it. Yeah, if if Toomey's, you know, I, I hate to call him bad cop, but he, he is, seems wound tight. Yeah, you know, he is very hard pressed. You know. Yeah. You know, we play things by the books. He's the yeller, and it, it hits home. He's effectively the yeller. And then I would say Coach Duan is more of the, uh, you know, the softer touch, the humor touch, the, the hey, like, you yeah. know, I know he just yelled to be like, you know, just be a little bit better on the backside there, things along those lines. just well, yeah, As opposed to getting yelled at, he's the one that gives you the, all right, here's how we improve. Like, we'll get there a little better.
0: You need you need a yin to the yang. Exactly. You know? They, um, they work. They
1: work very well together. That's
0: great. That's, that's cool to hear that, that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, so going to the 4th you we're up going up one going to the fourth.
1: Yeah, we're up one going to the fourth. I believe it's twelve eleven. Um, and our offense is still firing. They're getting some goals here, and I think we're up fourteen eleven. There, we put in a few straight, and I just kept remember talking to the other guys in our defense who are uh, both juniors now. So I was uh, the elder statesman on that crew, and and our goalie was a senior. I'm just saying, you know. It's just going to be four stops. Four mm-hmm. stops is, is going to win us this game. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how many goals they get. Doesn't matter how many, you know, I think we're about eight minutes left, seven minutes left. Doesn't matter what else goes on. Mm-hmm. We get four stops. We're winning this game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we make a, a few sloppy plays and they're just getting, you know, their big dogs, their midfielders were their strength and their big dogs were just pulling offhanded down the alley. Great piping in shots. And you're like, well, that's just a great play. You're Like, that's not our defense. And, we're up fifteen, fourteen, and we get two back-to-back penalties. We spend of the last two minutes, we spend the last minute, minute and a half of those man down, and so we're just fighting, 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 trying to get a stick in a glove, scraping, diving for anything, and we get it. Uh, I actually deflect a shot. Our goalie gets it. We go the other end, and we get to run what I thought. What I thought was our victory formation. Run the extra guy around, and they ride it back. They run it down again. Uh, they get a last-second shot, and our goalie just steps up again for what was probably his 16th or 17th save of the day with one second left on the doorstop, and we punched our ticket to the quarterfinals there.
0: Jeez, high-tension, baby. Yeah, high-altitude, high-tension. High high tension. <laughs> <laughs> you cut the air with a knife, and or you can just take tension with a knife. Um, so did you get your four stops?
1: I think we did. I, you know, I did. Where did you pull
0: four out of? just you sometimes know. you just gotta say a number yeah I mean
1: with you know with the 80 second shot clock eight minutes left it's just mm-hmm. that's about you know you split it, uh, our offense was doing a great job of our kind of our new identity we were making the run of you know let's wait for the best shot let's use 60 70 seconds of it let's wear that's makes a tired defense of theirs and yeah. it gives us a chance on our end to rest a bit which is when we were playing a little stronger yeah um so I figured that you know, about four minutes of that would be spent with the ball in our offensive <laughs> cross, which meant four minutes of us playing defense, taking about four stops because they're going to run in about forty to sixty seconds. Sounds each time. about right. Yeah,
0: I would have, I, I would have agreed. Yeah, <laughs> you would have gotten me. Um, but it's sometimes it's just like giving someone like a uh, tangible like a number is helpful. Yeah, you know, it's like it's, it's like when you're running sprints and like the coach is like doesn't say we're running six you know sprints yeah he just says we're running sprints I'm like how many yeah. you know you want to know but you don't know you know that's total mine absolutely you know, yeah and you're like but like, all right I can do four stops you know that's good leadership bro <laughs> <laughs> it is man um so the quarters uh no 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 that was that was the first sixteen round. Yeah. right and then you get through the quarters mm-hmm. and that's Duke yeah and we already tell him to rehash that but, uh, you know, had a good run.
1: Yeah, you know. Uh, of all your years
0: there, what was your favorite year?
1: We had a guest calling in oh, yeah. live. Um, fa- sorry about that. What was yeah, your, What no do worries. you think your
0: feet, your, yeah.
1: It's, it's tough to say. Um, it's hard to say anything other than this last was great, but you know we've hashed that out to go you know to be five and five in the middle midpoint of the season to be you know a goal away from going to the final four it's it's an incredible journey and uh, it was an unbelievable five weeks, four weeks that we had. It's hard to snub my nose at that, but i I really enjoyed 2019 because after my freshman and sophomore year of 17 and 18 not getting to play a minute due to injuries, you know, playing lacrosse for the first time in three years mm-hmm. you know, starting a lot of games for us that year making another quarterfinal run um was just fantastic but to be on a team with and witness it firsthand on the field share the field with uh someone such as pat spencer was Jesus. pretty yeah. pretty special
0: I was, gonna, I was gonna ask about him
1: yeah I mean all my years were special even on the ones on the sideline um but it the, that was uh that's a year that really ought to be uh it's it stands pretty close to my heart
0: um is he was he coaching is he volunteering for loyal at all or
1: no he uh is chasing his dream of basketball he, right. he just played his finished his first professional season with uh hamburg fc or i'm probably don't have the name right but he's playing basketball professionally in germany mm-hmm. uh, and had a pretty good year so mm-hmm. he's coming back soon because that season just ended but he'll be back mm-hmm. in baltimore
0: yeah where's he from he's, he's from, from
1: baltimore, baltimore? He's from uh probably catonsville yeah. or, mm. what was his high school he went to Boys Latin. Cool. But they might be more Annapolis part, and he commuted in because he was a St. Mary's Annapolis for his freshman year.
0: And, and you play it, against right. him in high school?
1: I did, basketball and lacrosse. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty cool. It was uh, actually easier. Uh, we did a better job defending him in, baske- in lacrosse than we did in basketball. He went for <laughs> about uh, you know somewhere in the 20s when we played in my junior his senior year, being that he was one year my elder uh, in basketball. He was upper 20s and had – uh, a great breakaway dunk and one of the better putback dunks I've ever seen in person. Yeah. And I was like, Oh boy. Yeah. Thanks. Now is- I got to cover this guy in the cross field. Cause we scrimmage uh, BL at the start of every year Yeah, for the most part. And, uh, Oh of course we were up at BL so all the loyal coaches were there for that and I'm like, I gotta cover Pat Spencer in front of my future coaches. Like this is not gonna be a good look for me.
0: Uh,
1: but but kinda held my own there and I'm I'm sure it was I'm sure it was a scrimmage so he wasn't and coming out of basketball season like me, he was I'm sure he was a pretty a little bit licked up. So yeah, yeah.
0: Um, he, can't you yeah. can't beat him, join him.
1: Yeah, he might yeah, exactly. That was big.
0: I mean I guess he got was a battle in uh in college and uh, practices and all.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But
0: made each other better. <laughs> Is he the the leading scorer at Loyola or leading point getter?
1: He's the all-time NCAA leader in assists, NCAA leader in assists. Um, I believe he's the points that would make him probably the points uh, leader at Loyola. But Mm -hmm. this year, Kevin Lindley, a senior who played for two years with Pat, was two years, so I'm right between them. uh age wise, he broke the goals record. So for all of Pat's assists, Kevin Lindley was usually on the other end of those goals. So he had uh the receiver. Yeah, he had a triumphant those that Batman and Robin of <laughs> uh, a great a great duo that worked well together for Pat's senior junior and senior and Kevin's freshman and sophomore respectfully. Love it man. Yeah.
0: The Greyhounds. I have some guy who played some uh like Men's League got out right out of college that played with some uh some my good friends uh that went to Loyola. Mat man, Matt I mean, uh, Dan Gross. Um, they're probably like, you know, 38, 37, 38, something like that. But uh good dudes. Yeah, good dudes. So uh you're finishing up your degree now. Your master's. Yes. Yes. Wrapping and, that up. And um, Hell, what is it? Hell remind me again. Health
1: Communications. Health Communications. Yeah.
0: Is so that going? That's going good. Is it gonna be finished by the end of summer?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to race to finish it um, before uh, the first week of August. Is it Georgetown? Yeah, then I'll be starting school at Georgetown and medical school. Oh bud. my
0: gosh, more school! Yeah, you're you're good at school though.
1: That's what I think. That's what I always joke. <laughs> I'm good at school and accruing debt, so I'll just keep it going for <laughs> a little longer.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're use God's talents, right? Exactly. Yeah, you go with what God gave you. Yeah. It's like good to understand that as soon as possible. And play on that uh, that chord that you know you're you're best at, and you know you did a great job with lacrosse, and get to your undergrad, masters. <laughs> and now you're going for the pre pre med, and it's not, it's not like you're forcing it; you're enjoying it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you're not and in, in, in mostly enjoying it, then you got to switch switch something up. Exactly. You know, um, funny story. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told you this one. Um, When I got got back from St. John's, you guys were eighth graders, right, in modern day. B. Genie we went to your class, right? Yeah. He was something, right? I remember fifth grade. I had you guys in fifth grade, and then sixth grade you were, you know, obviously, whoever the sixth grade teacher is. Um, Seventh grade, I was gone. Eighth grade, I came back. I was like, I'm teaching world history. Uh, And B. Genie did something like, dude in fifth grade you're like nice what's going on now and I understood sort of like the eighth grade animal is a little bit different than the fifth grade animal lots gone lots changed in yeah. three years Um, so I was like doing I was teaching something and I didn't know the answer and have I told you this or no
1: I don't believe so I,
0: I didn't really know the answer and you're smart um, and you knew your stuff uh, and I was like I, I got started to get like me I was starting to get insecure I was like, um, I got to get better on my, I got to know my, my material a little bit better, you know. Whether I really needed to or not, like, uh, it was probably just in my own head. <sighs> and I thought that you were, like, intentionally trying to ask me tough questions that I didn't know. So, like, so uh, you can get me and, like, kind of, like, flustered or something. Oh, no. But, uh, and I I was like, John, come on, man. Um, but, like, it was just my sort of like i said my, ins- my insecurity coming through you know i don't know it wasn't like a personal thing that you had against me but uh you probably don't remember that no sort of I, stuff oh yeah yeah
1: i, I knew i was a uh, towards the later end of middle school i was definitely uh a knucklehead not intentionally but you know now i'm a little bit older. Like, yeah. You can look back and you're like, jeez,
0: Louise." Everyone's got everyone's got their time. You know? Yeah. Everyone's got their phase that they kind of look back on and are like, you're not the most proud of, you know? Yeah. No one's perfection. But uh, anyway, that was, uh, I mean, it helped me become a better teacher, you know? I, I screwed down on my material, <laughs> you know? But then uh, it also goes to show that like, you know, at the time I was talking to this with Will. Will Gibbon last night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, you look oftentimes look at your teachers and your coaches like they're almost of a different species. You know what I'm saying? But they're obviously not, <laughs> and they're and they're flawed, and they have insecurities, and they, you know, um, and it, they're human, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, which is uh, which is like kind of like reassuring for everyone. Because we're all in this thing together. No one's got, like, a dealt really a superior hand. You know, everyone, God, I think that does create everyone sort of equal in that you got to find, I always call it, like, your your the genius talent, you know? Everyone's kind of a genius in their own way. They just got to figure out what they're really good at, you know? Yeah. You know, um, so and that's the sort of, for me anyway, that's how I view the equality. Uh, but it's the searching and, fi- and finding it, which is kind of probably the hardest part. And then once you find it, it's kind of it should be enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Working on applying your trade.
1: Yeah, that, that resonates pretty strongly with me, as, especially as, like, uh, I took a lot of evolution and you know, ecology classes in undergrad as uh, part of the biology thing, rec- requisites. Yeah. And it's something I've taken away from that I use commonly all the time is everyone's got to find their niche yeah which is like the role you fill in evolutionary biology in your ecosystem as a bird as a forge or whatever it may be, but you know everybody is trying to find you know businesses are trying to find their niche in you know whatever realm they're in, whatever industry they're in. I think that's something you know we're all looking for a little niche that we can excel at we can find
0: you know that's that's kind of like unoccupied um and you fill the void and it's like you know that's why your fingerprint is unique in a way um no one snowflakes the same um both product humans and and in nature snow products of nature I think there's something to that it's, it's interesting stuff and it, you know and also it's really empowering I think to any individual um that they are incredibly unique and there is a niche um out there find it you know find the thing that's the hardest part you know yeah. totally to, sum, to figure it out and submit yourself into that niche or niche, whatever. I don't know. It's going it to either way, right? Tomato, that's, tomato, that's, tomato.
1: That's that's Frederick niche. Frederick niche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're getting all over the place. Is it
0: niche? Niche? No. I've heard it both ways, yeah. Okay, good. Um, and your niche, what kind of, it's so a med school, like what? sort of direction inside of that any 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 pull toward a certain area of med
1: yeah i mean just based on my you know background having been through so many uh, procedures it, it's hard to not think of being a proceduralist of some site or an orthopedic or a surgeon just you know that was that was my big drive my my personal statement of you know why me why should you look at me is because i've had extensive experience as a patient i know what's going through the patient's head when you know you're hopping in for you know a, a 15 to 20 minute check in i know what the other you know 23 hours and 40 minutes of that kid's day is looking like or that person's day is looking like cuz i've been there um and so to me i just think having been you know so exposed to the patient side of surgery of orthopedics that that's something i could see myself excelling in and it's mm-hmm. it's a very it's a very stereotypical athlete thing to want to be a mm-hmm. surgeon or orthopedic. So that uh all those doctors always laugh and giggle at me, but then um I'm always told that coming in with an open mind is the greatest thing mm-hmm. to have because you yeah. can see a lot of cool things. And I believe that. I've seen some great things shadowing, but to no by no means the extent I'll see uh in my four years in school. So trying to come in with an open mind,
0: mm-hmm. um That's just, the, best just the best be a idea. sponge. Yeah. If you like kinda kind of like close your eyes or not close your eyes, but if you could like predict Right now, you'd probably say, you know, something to do with um, reconstruct or orthopedics and something like ath- ath- uh, athletics yeah. rela- related. But you know, that's not how life goes.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and why not do it? <clears throat> that's why you. Play, that's why you play the game. Mm-hmm. See who's who's going to win. <laughs> if the favorite win something, you know, don't play the game. Um, being there, you know, never know what might hit that brain of yours. And open mind is crucial. So we sort of talked about before before we got on air um about <clears throat> the older brain you know is the obviously the more mature brain but it's just uh it's, it's a better learning it's the better learning sort of open to learning sort of brain you know absolutely yeah when you find something that you really want to do and you choose is my pursuit no one's choosing it for you this is what i'm doing and like you said uh you have some debt, you know, Yeah, <laughs> but you're smart and you're, you're going to pay off your debt. And I mean, this is what it's cool. It's cool. And you will be at Georgetown.
1: Yeah. The Hoyas. Return to the Hoyas.
0: Dude, you could, if you want, you can play for them. If you feel like it, try.
1: Yeah. I've definitely you have that option. Like, yes. I have that option uh, as an enrolled student, but I just think, you know, my body's been so worn um, and with the. Uh, school in, in graduate studies, your school is of primary commitment. Yeah. The NCAA, you cannot miss class for games as a, as a graduate student. Really? A, that was the rule for Loyola. If you're an MBA student. Uh, there was no like, Hey, we got a Friday travel. Like, yeah. I'll just get the notes. Nope. Like you know, that's not how it works. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, just to be, um, uh, is not necessarily a blue chip guy, like a transcendental talent coming in and then being, Oh, I'm not going to be here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And maybe I'll be here Fridays and a little bit of two, like maybe I could be at the lift at You know, I would hate to you press want, that upon you go a coach. All,
0: <clears throat> all in or, or exactly or be able to commit to anything you're doing. Yeah,
1: I just don't want, I would hate to be an exception. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. That'd be tough. Mm-hmm. I that's would, to yeah. pers- Perspective. Um, but, you never know until you're in there, you know? Yeah. Uh, give it, uh, give it a look, something maybe. Might, something might change, or I don't know, who knows? You never know. Yeah. Um, there is, there is a, uh, I think it's a defenseman from Carolina. Yeah, Bowen. Yeah. Like a stud, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to Georgetown for. From it or no?
1: No, he's doing. I can't remember what the the program is, but it's something very specific to Georgetown. Yeah, he couldn't not do it in Carolina. Yeah, yeah, which is bringing him in. And So he graduated. He'll be graduating this year in three years as a junior. Yeah, uh, and then is going to the Hilltop with three more years of eligibility due to injury his freshman year and COVID his sophomore year. Yeah, and so now it is one year of spent eligibility. He was a first team All American, and now he's coming into Kevin Warren's lap. So
0: <laughs> he seems like a cool guy. He's the head coach Kevin Warren? Warren, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. From from what I hear and from what I see, he's great friends with Matt Duan, our coordinator. Um, uh, so I can see a little bit overlap there, but yeah. just of just sheer passion and, and care coach, for the, seems. for the guys. Yeah. yeah, just you know, put the guys above everything else. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Um he's going to he's going to play uh, mm-hmm. and and he and he's also going to be a grad student. Yes. So, I don't know. If he can do it, maybe you can do it.
1: He's a little bit better than me. A little
0: yeah, bit yeah, younger, a yeah, little yeah, bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> keep. Yeah. You got the open mind. Yeah. Oh, boy. All righty. Um, any parting words? And shout outs? You don't need to. Uh, but, uh, no
1: shout outs but I, I, well, I could give you, you give you want? a shout out for getting me getting me sparked on some classics always on the oh, classic yeah? music trend. not oh. not the classical but more of the classic rock of the, oh yeah all of our uh, morning commutes <laughs> in January with the top down on the red jeep
0: oh my gosh
1: uh, just blasting east street radio letting that
0: flow the, as always. Bruce Springsteen baby oh yeah it's rock and roll thunder road but that
1: radio only had one channel and it was east, <laughs> east street radio
0: God that got me uh got me through those cold commutes yeah that was
1: always a blast
0: hey <laughs> man dude Griffinland we could that can we do a whole another one on Griffinland oh you know what I'm saying yeah I was thinking uh we could do because uh, I pinged uh what's his name Caleb um you still talk to Luke yeah, yeah yeah great guy um, yeah great guy um he wanted to do I'm gonna get on with me you Luke and Magnarelli.
1: Oh boy! That's, <laughs> I got that's, four. That's the old carpool.
0: That's the old carpool, bro. That is. Holy smokes! Diner.
1: The diner. Jeez, I got I
0: to dig that. I got some. That's that's way. That's the beginning of everything, right there.
1: I meant to bring you a picture. I got one framed of of me, Will Flynn. I think Magnarelli wasn't there yet. Maybe Mc, this this might have been. I was in early middle school. This so is no, when you're young. Yes, yeah, so I had that
0: same photo. I, I I could show it to you.
1: I think a Gus bus, and we're all just. She- milkshakes. Yeah, we're just cheers and some milkshakes. The
0: funny thing, you know what I'm going to say about the photo is like, I think four out of the five of us actually have milkshakes. And one of them, you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one of one guy, one doesn't, but he's like this. He's, still got the he's like- gripping it and pretending like he does. Yeah,
1: I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about.
0: It's funny. I was um. at the diary uh, two days ago, yesterday? yesterday. Yesterday was the last day of modern day. Yeah. And uh, I'm not modern anymore, mm-hmm. but um i i met some kids there some eighth graders and i I threw them in my van and put them problem school but we had a meal and it was tasty nice (laughs) and that got me going i was like i gotta run like an extra mile today (laughs) (laughs) anyway um we'll talk again you know and uh all the best uh finishing up i'll see you in the hood yeah mean mean streets the hamlet exactly yeah and uh yeah all good bro Oh. Anyway, good being with you, bro. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, Great in, in, to catch interesting, up. interesting guy, and you got a bright future. So that's good stuff right there.
1: Thank you. <laughs> good origins. <laughs> that's right.
0: Pillars of Community is a local approach to the podcast. Chevy Chase Bethesda, Kensington, Washington, D.C. A podcast of people who are pillars unto themselves, and because of that, they stand pillars of our community. It begins by being your best self, your best pillar. Then, just like that, magically, whether you know it or not, the community will feel your effect. These people are pillars of community. Be a pillar.